Alright, hello everyone. This is Left Coast Right Thoughts with SJ and Tyus. And today we will be discussing... What are we discussing today, SJ? A little bit of everything. Talking about this crazy world that we live in. So this is the first episode. Yes, yeah, so just a quick little bit about both of us. We're both young adults in the Bay who, let's say, kind of go against the typical liberal Bay Area mentality. Correct. Just the... In the world we live in, especially in the Bay Area, we're the epicenter of liberals of the fantasy world. And I think that who we are, I think there's a lot of us out there that really don't have a, a word. But we have to hide in secret. Yeah, and don't, they don't really have someone to go to or places to talk to. So we want to be able to give that platform or others like us, like-minded people, can really talk about certain issues that we go through without being discriminated against, being hated on, basically having our our lives and careers ruined just because we have more common sense and fantasy. <laughs> you typically kind of have to hide now. You typically have to and hide. Most people probably feel alone. Like they think they're only ones with these thoughts. Yeah, and I think that and there's there's more people like that, and I think it's bringing us together and people who actually have common sense and decency of what's really the line between what's right and what's wrong, mm-hmm. instead of pushing these agendas that really don't make sense. <laughs> So I think that's why we're starting this, and as we go along, we'll start being able to really involve everyone in the community that really kind of has that sense of idea that that we have and think about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then also just a little bit about us. I think grow, we grew up in Northern California. We're in the Bay Area, and we um, we basically never really. We've always kind of been in the sense maybe centrist. I would say we do have mm-hmm. some. We do have little beliefs on both sides but we don't take it to the extreme yeah but i think as the last decade the last five years of this decade's been kind of pushed on the extreme on the left has really gotten really too extreme in a sense where i said like it's basically becoming like a harry potter world <laughs> where things are becoming way too too just fantasy where this this doesn't really happen in real life so it's kind of pushing us to more to the conservatives and to the right mm-hmm. um and i think that that's really what we, well, a lot of us feel like a lot of people, I feel like, have that kind of mentality. It's not what the media says. <laughs> the media makes everyone feel this way. Then you have a couple people who read headlines and automatically believe it. But I think there are a lot of us who really just understand that this is all just complete bogus and nonsense. Yeah. And we need that. I think if people don't step up and start putting a stop to it, then I think this is going to take over and this would be a whole different world. Oh, absolutely, yeah, because we can't all just sit back and be like, yeah. oh yeah, common uh, sense will, will win out, but I mean, I'm not sure if it actually would if no one says anything. Yeah, and like, for example, like Candace Owens, for example, people legit calling her white supremacist. <laughs> and she's black. black. <laughs> and I was like, where are these people getting it from? Mm-hmm. Just because someone stands up against you and feels a different way, and then you have people pointing at her, Cut, you know, cussing her out, driving her out of a restaurant, and just because she's thinks differently, then all of a sudden she's a white supremacist. Yeah, do you think it's because they really don't have any valid reasons behind their opinions? They so don't. They instantly stop having an argument. They just want to shout. They just want to shout. The typical ones: white supremacist, uh, bigoted, yeah, racist, hateful, hateful, all these things. All these, yeah, it's name calling. It's like childish. It's, yeah, it's exactly. Mature. It's name calling. I mean, there's plenty of I have plenty of liberal friends and people who think more on the side, but at least some of them do have conversations and are open to be talking about it. But a majority of the people you see. They don't want to talk. They just want to shout and point fingers and say you're the enemy. Like you see on campus where yeah. Republicans don't allowed to speak. Yeah, especially over here, you know, in, in UC Berkeley of all places where they're attacking conservatives. And you, if you don't have the, they're all about 
and free speech and being aware and this and that, but as soon as someone disagrees on their leftist liberal values and policies, they start trying to get aggressive. Free it's, speech exists only for the ones that speak think like us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, and it's like there was. Don't you see what the right is doing? Don't you see what the Republicans are doing? This is this is that. They're so hateful. This and that, and then they are the most hateful people out there. That's makes no sense but all right anyways enough yeah. of my enough of our rants for right now let's get to some topics so we have a couple of topics that we wanted to talk to we won't um take too much time out but i think we should definitely hit some of these topics that are going on right now i think the first one is definitely local and i think this one is um very important kind of to see what's really going on in the world right now in terms of just craziness mm -hmm. so chick-fil-a chick-fil-a is delicious. amazing delicious Best sauce is by far. Everyone loves it. Chick-fil-A sauce. Yep. Even my gay friends say they don't even care either. <laughs> They'll go and eat that right up. <laughs> um, Chick-fil-A is strong to their values. Now, they, you know, they, they're open to what they believe. They're very traditional. They're not hateful. They don't hate anyone. But what they say is they're just traditional, have traditional values. Mm -hmm. They don't have signs saying bigoted sign saying you can't come in here because you're gay you can't come in here because you're an atheist you know they close on sundays they believe what they need to do mm -hmm. so chick-fil-a is opening up in san jose airport the san jose uh, Mendetta airport okay great airport i actually really like that airport super <laughs> clean airport. super clean you get in uh -huh. fast quick but what i don't like is um the protesting so the chain opened up on tuesday i think this past tuesday and there was already activist protesting out there, like, how could this open right now? Anti-LGBTQYZ stance, right? Okay. So the city of San Jose got together and approved, there was a vote, approved for them to put rainbow flags around the store. Wait, what? Okay. No joke. And they what did Chick-fil-A had to say about it? Chick-fil-A, honestly, I haven't heard, I haven't really heard what they had to say, but I'm pretty sure they basically are kind of keeping it like whatever we're still gonna be making money people are gonna come doesn't really matter yeah so the city voted for lgbtq xyz flags to go around the store and they said to make it the gayest chick-fil-a in the country <laughs> now was that not bullying is that not saying you don't respect our values so we're gonna hate you but at the same time that's what they preach if you don't respect our morals what we have you're hateful but Chick-fil-A has a different value, and they're, they're going to go and do this. It's okay. So they just kind of forced it on this Chick-fil-A. Yeah. And since it's not going with their values, they're going to force the yeah. values on them. Yeah. And it's like, are they? should they really be hating Chick-fil-A or the airport? Because the airport itself approved a six-year deal to operate there. So yeah. the, the airport has no issues with that. But why are you going against Chick-fil-A? It's not like they enforce themselves into that. People requested it. <laughs> there's a big demand for Chick-fil-A, especially in the Bay Area where there's a limited amount. The airport approved it. Yep, so Chick-fil-A is getting the heat. The airport has got no backlash of it. Is what you're saying? Basically. Let's see. And there's this quote here from the former county supervisor. He said, my heart just sank when I saw the construction <laughs> wall at the airport. It just sank. Um, <laughs> that, that was, that was, so he was this this devastated. This devastated him, and it's like okay, <laughs> just don't go there. Yeah, but that's all he has to do. There's so many different options you can eat at the airport. It, it there's so many different options. Is 
and this is that they're open about. There's plenty of probably restaurants every one of these people have walked into that probably had conservative owners. They didn't say anything, but because they don't know that. Yeah. And it's just, it's a little too much. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. But hey, like I said, San Jose Airport is one of my favorite airports, so this is definitely make me more excited to go to now and have myself a nice chicken sandwich with some of that sauce. Man, definitely want to check it out. Definitely want to see all the gay flags. You yeah. say you've been to the gayest chick food in the country. <laughs> I wonder if it's getting a bunch of Instagram photos. I don't know. If not, it better. It'd better have like a nice little selfie center camera. You can just take a nice selfie. Eating that chicken sandwich behind gay, gay flags. <laughs> and what is it? Is that supposed to be the rainbow flag? What do they mean by the LGBTQ flag? Is that supposed to be a rainbow flag? Is this, or does it say LGBTQ? Uh, I'm not sure. That's actually a good question. Maybe look it up. The, the rainbow's always kind of been associated with them, but I don't know if they wanted something different. Let's see... It looks also, like it kind of changed a little bit. It's yeah. like a new one. Now they have kind of like an American flag. Yeah, American flag with, but the, just with, with the rainbows. And it kind of has like that uh, that little style, that like Native American style mm-hmm. kind of going around. But okay. There's actually a pansexual flag too. I guess just type of different flags all around. Pansexual yeah. flag. So there, I didn't know there were so many different pride flags these days. I wonder if they have any like non-binary flags that change colors depending on what's your favorite <laughs> color. When you wake up. <laughs> All right. Well, never about that. We'll keep an eye on that and see what happens with the backlashes. But for now, it's there. Rainbow flag's gonna be around. Yeah. They're still gonna have a line of customers. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure, my gay friend is still gonna go as well. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. What's next? What's next? Nancy Pelosi. Oh man. Great gal. <sighs> She leaves me speechless for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> so what was Nancy Pelosi in the news about? The, weren't, the reason I'm touching this is because I don't like talking about her a lot. She's just too much of a mess. She's just everything that just goes against what I believe in. But something I do agree on this past week mm-hmm. is she took you a jab at Nancy Pelosi. I agreed on Nancy Pelosi on this remark. Okay, agree Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez AOC for sure. going to refer to as AOC for the rest of these segments because it's too long of a name and I really just don't want to say her name out loud. <laughs> <laughs> this broom is going to say her name three times she appears. If she appears and says that you got to move out, this is her house. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a big divide going on for those who aren't really keeping up with what's really going on in the democratic side of things. There's actually a big new versus old, okay. more of the conservative side, if you even call it that way, to the more extreme radical side. That's why Nancy Pelosi, the House Speaker, is getting a lot of questions and getting a lot of heat because she can't control her house right now because she has those, you know, new faces, those those big three kind of controlling things, being in the center of the media. And kind of causing a divide among the Democrats themselves because they're saying, hey, slow down. You guys just do not know what's going on. Okay. And then for people like me and others who don't know who the big three are, I know obviously AOC, who's the other two? The big three in media terms. There's like 60 something, I think, don't quote me on this, but about 60 something new um, representatives in the House on the Democratic side. But the media only covers three. And these are the most outspoken ones. So that's AOC. Mm -hmm. Um, There's Rashida Tlaib. And there's... um, Ilhan Omar. Okay. So those three. You probably heard those names before the media fly through. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the big three. Okay. So Nancy Pelosi is getting fed up just with all this right now. Okay. And when she was asked about um, the representatives and the midterms and how many Democrats flipped the Republican sheets in 2018, um, she just kind of got annoyed and cut the person off and just said, um, 
some of these dicks were just easy to get that anyone could really win. And she made a point to go towards AOCs and said, these jigs church, you could literally walk in with a glass of water and put a D for Democrat next to it and it would win. <laughs> Does so, AOC respond? Honestly, I, I, I didn't hear anything from AOC, but we'll see. I think it was on, if people want to actually see it, it was a Sunday interview on CBS News on 60 Minutes. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. That's yeah. plus even her hanging around Trump. It's got to be kind of funny. Yeah, exactly. She's about to get some comedian, comedian type of uh, jokes now because of hanging out with Trump. But yeah, she basically said this glass of water would win the win with the D next to it in those districts. You know, mm. which AOC basically did just took that on just by people who just solely voted Democratic for all her Democratic districts and just chose her because that was just the she option. Only Democratic. Like we always vote D. That's what's gonna be. Okay. But I'm sure we'll, as we go on different segments, we'll definitely be bringing up AOC a lot because she's just constantly in the media and she's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of future AOC, we have Bernie Sanders. <laughs> so Bernie Sanders, I think, is going to probably be the favorite in terms of running um, for 2020 against Trump. I think he's going to be the favorite Democratic out of everyone. Okay. He's the leading one. And leading one. I mean, Joe Biden's there too, but he's just—he's not radical enough. No, if not, he's—he's he's old Democratic. He's in the Nancy Pelosi's type of things, you know. Okay. Bernie Sanders, is that radical person. Do you feel like a radical person now? Whatever all Democrats want to vote for. Democrats, yeah. If you're not radical enough, the Democrats won't vote you. The Democratic people. May I ask the media. A few examples of some stuff that's really radical. What are like some of the points that they need to be pushing? They need to be pushing. Well, they need the whole transgender movement okay. that's just gone out of proportions and being a whole non-binary or gender fluid or whatever else comes up the next day that people invent. <laughs> um, the whole socialism. Socialism is the biggest part right now. If you're not promoting socialism, you're not going to win. Okay. So like Andrew guess. Yang, take for example. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty conservative Democrat. He still believes in capitalism. Mm-hmm. But you don't ever hear about him, and he's way below on the polls. Because you, you have to be a socialist. You have to be a socialist at this point. Yeah. Okay. Open borders, elite immigration, illegal immigration. Okay. If you don't support illegal immigration, mm-hmm. you're not going to go far. Okay, so I don't get how people these days don't understand. That doesn't make any sense. Socialism, illegal immigration, the whole men are women, women are men, those three big things. That If you think about that, just sounds ridiculous. I'm not saying I'm not. I will be open to hear your thoughts, but that just—it just to me—if that would actually happen, that would cause so much drama and just chaos in the country. Just having people come over whenever they wanted, money being dispersed everywhere, and so, people walking into women's bathroom and their men, vice versa. It just sounds like it's just like a a yeah. person just to destroy. So where would all the money be coming from in order to pay for? everyone of ourselves but also all the immigrants that would come in exactly where would the money go and when democratic leaders and politicians who are asked this they never have any answer so they don't they, they just they, what do they do just kind of they just sidestep side it okay. or just say why why are you being evil everyone deserves money everyone deserves free medical care they just point fingers okay so typically typical with this like entitlement typical yeah. entitlement Which and there's, in there's no there's a thing apart economics no one understands but anyways, okay. so yeah. Before we go on another tangent, so what's with Bernie Sanders? I know recently he just said he was a millionaire, correct? Bernie Sanders is a millionaire. It's known he has three houses, just bought like a six hundred thousand summer home in 
Vermont, I think, in a, in a state. Yeah, I think they showed him roll up in a Lamborghini at one point too. I don't know. This guy legit preaches. <laughs> this guy legit preaches everything and does not practice it. The most okay. hypocritical guy I ever met, next to Obama. Okay. <laughs> he preaches about the greediness of the upper class, about the one percent. This guy, when you look at his taxes and how much income he has, he falls in the one percent. How can people? And this is blatantly explained as proof. There's factual evidence. Yet. People still believe him in a socialism concept. How can you believe someone with a socialism concept when they are in the top one percent? So he's been. And did he release his tax returns? Yes, he did. So it's clearly proven in facts, and people can all look it up and see yeah. what he's saying. And then he makes, he made a million dollars. Yeah. So right here, for example, here it is. The last three years, even when he was running for the two thousand sixteen um, candidacy, he oh, made over a million dollars, and he he donated. $10,600 in charitable gifts in 2016. That was 1% of his income when he was running for <laughs> government. So the guy presidency. wants to distribute income. Gives nothing. Gives nothing. So not practicing what he's preaching. No. 2017, 1,131,925. Charitable gifts, 36,303%. Oh, he stepped it up? Stepped it up a bit. So he's next the following year, yeah. this last year. He's not a millionaire anymore this last year with gross income. His addressable gross income is 561293 He probably knew he needed to come out and like <laughs> start spending tons of money instantly, expense everything. But what he's he's only only 3%. He has all this money, has enough for three homes. Yep. Yeah, he's saying that people need to be taxed up to 60 70% if you're in the top 1%. Where's all the rest of the money? He's not going to go donate that or deal, or distribute it among the, the, the poor. Yeah, he clearly <laughs> Or his home not open up to a legal immigrant saying, hey, come, come take a shower, come sleep in my room. He's not doing any of that. Why would someone vote for him when it's clearly obvious that he does not practice what he preaches? That's beyond me. I mean, it's pretty odd. And what does he have to say about it? Has he came out and said anything? What's his defense? Because I'm curious. His defense is he just changed the topic. If you, you go mean? and abuse someone, I forgot who exactly, but someone, he, he came on Fox News. Mm -hmm. Respectable. He oh, came well, on here. Nice. Grilled him on this. Who was the interviewer? I don't remember how the I I had to look it up. Okay, but anyways, um, yeah, they're grilling him about it. Yeah, so they're grilling him about it, and he just says, "Why didn't you donate any money? Let me see your tax returns. You didn't donate any money." And the reporter says, "Well, I'm not the one preaching socialism, <laughs> but he has all his Bernie Bros there. Who, whenever he says anything that makes no sense, they're in the crowd. When he says things like that, they're like, "Yeah, Bernie." It's like. No one's understanding what he's saying. There's, this person literally called him out on this, and people just don't care. That's wild. So people should definitely look yeah. at this. And if you look at all the statistics, Republicans by far donate the most charitable money work. Their 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 charity goes up higher than this. It's a lot more of them, as opposed to Democrats who aren't, because the Democrats' idea of charitable goes through government and not through them. It's what their mindset is. It makes no sense, right? Yeah, but the people who sense. the Republicans who are wealthy and greedy in this they do the most work, and it's known as statistics. So if someone wants to find the statistics, where would they search? Just just Google, Google anything. Some Republican donations, um, you know, income taxes versus charitable gifts, okay. stuff like that. You know, Google will tell you everything. You can you can find. It. I'm sure there's like a government website on it too. But for me, I just you just I just Google and you go from one spot to another. So of course. Bernie Sanders, like mostly everyone else who preaches socialism, is they preach it, but then they never practice it. Never practice if someone it. asks them, they won't let people in their homes. If they want to give money, then they say no. Yep, exactly. All right. And he's one 
who's literally um, like nonprofitquarterly.org is a good one to go to. If you go to non, and then you can look at a bunch of different yeah. If you go to NPQ Nonprofit Quarterly, it will tell you different stories about different uh, statistics and stories about it. So you can go there too. All right, so anyone can just Google it. Yeah, you can find all yeah. this. Bernie Sanders is your typical lazy politician who's done nothing with his life except live off the people's money and doesn't do anything with it. He's never really held a, a real job or anything. He's literally just been a senator, worked in government, and just made his way, made his wealth through the people in government. Wow, okay. And that's for, as someone who's looking at his history and see that. Yeah, course. but then he keeps all the money in the governments and then preaches the government should give out the money. How hypocritical is that? Very. <laughs> you get all the money you need from working in government from the people, and then you preach that the government should give out money to people, but instead you're taking all the money and not giving it back and, to people. Yeah, except 3%. So expensive government to do everything. I don't get how people don't see this madness. But, yeah, but, there's, there's so many contradictions that always play in the face. And, but I don't know, people are just so blinded by the ideologies, I think. Yeah, because they read headlines from Huffington Post, from CNN, from Yahoo, and yet these are all great, credible sources. Yahoo headlines out of all of them. <laughs> MSN, and people are like, can you believe that? Like, well, do some more research. I'll just read a headline. And no one ever looks into the story. No. That's an issue with social media piece. Yeah. Okay, so what else do we have? So the Library Journal, I'm sure you guys all heard about this one already. Library Journal is all thing libraries. You know, they are a magazine, they're a website, they have a Twitter and all that. Well, they came out recently, this past week, and stated that apparently white supremacy equals the library. <laughs> Which is a heartbreaking for me because I love the library. Yeah. So just me going all the time is not making me a white yeah. supremacist. This is when I knew our current society has failed me. Mm-hmm. When everything educational is in the library. But now the libraries aren't even safe <laughs> from the radical left. Libraries are racist. Okay, so why are they jumping to this conclusion? They are jumping to this conclusion because the Library Journal stated on April 16, 2019 on their Twitter that library collections continue to promote and proliferate whiteness <laughs> with their very existence and the fact that they are physically taking up space in our libraries. So the library journal said this about the own library. Yeah. Which is, they tweeted this, no one else. Um, not library itself, the library journal, okay. which kind of is like um, so the media for libraries. Okay. It talks about the news and stuff like that with, about libraries. And but they're all about libraries and now yeah. they're bashing libraries. Yeah. But They've been, their whole existence is yeah. based on libraries. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the Library Journal's tweeted that quote, which comes from a blog from the academic librarian Sophia Luong. I believe, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her last name right, L-E-U-N-G. Mm-hmm. She's the one who went on this whole rant. And she described herself as an intersectional feminist, social justice, and yada yada. Okay. So this typical liberal. Yeah. I don't know she what intersectional this- feminism means. It's just this made-up thing okay. for women who don't get enough dick in their life. <laughs> so like a binary. Yeah. It's kind of made up. Okay. It's just ones that want to create more hate. It's intersectional means like you accept all races, religion, everything is just works together. It's all integrated. Okay. But in a way, it's boxing everybody in and making them form yeah. kind of being group identities yeah. instead of just making someone think that they're just a human being. Exactly. So she 
writes this post, mm -hmm. and let me first read it for everyone out there in case you don't want to Google it. I can save you the the all the work, and you're just gonna get worked up like I did. So I'll save you all <laughs> the time and just read this. If you look at any United States Library's collection, especially those in higher education institutions, most of the collections, books, journals, archival papers, and other media are written by white dudes, writing about white ideas, white things or ideas, people, and things they stole from POC, and then claimed as white property with all the rights to use and enjoyment of that. When most of our collections are filled with so-called knowledge, it continues to validate only white voices and perspectives and erases the voice of people of color, yada, yada, yada. Have you ever been to a library? You said you go to a lot. Yes. You can find plenty of books in there from different people of all races, religions, sexual orientation. There's plenty of everything. Yeah. Literally. This person literally talked about things written from people in the past, uh, philosophers and this and that. This was because, like you stated before we had a conversation that these were the literate ones, the ones who could write books. This is the Europeans were more far advanced than other people. So they were attributed to most of these books because they could. And if you think about a lot of these values really are strong values that play today. Mm -hmm. If you ever read Ben Shapiro's latest book, he talks about this. This helps influence the West to become the reason why the West is such a powerful like, um, part of the world. Just about the values and everything that was brought into it, how the West was more open mm -hmm. and more easy they're easier to kind of influence things and um kind of push push the boundaries of certain things to really bring out to what we are now if you think about some of the eastern type areas in the world they're hard to really um try to change they're not open to change and that's why they're still stuck in these type of religion phases where things don't change they're still believing things that were still believe a thousand years ago stoning gay people right mm -hmm. that's still going around correct the west always jumped hurdles to get through and it worked for people which created creativity which created you know, globalism which created um capitalism this was all brought up from the west ideas and yes there was a lot of white people on those because they were the ones who were pushing these mm -hmm. If we were all not thinking this way, we would all still be stuck. All these people complaining about white people and the way they were, all these values they brought up, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't even be able to say this on Twitter right now if, if the East won. Correct. Yeah. They still hate gay people. They don't open a religion. These people wouldn't be around being able to write this if it wasn't for all these people to do what they did in the past to bring the West to where it is now. So in a sense, they should be thinking all these all these authors and uh, philosophers. Yeah, and the people who have shaped society. Because exactly. the society is overall pretty great. Yeah. We just look to poke holes in it. Yeah. We're in a point in life where we don't have enough problems, so we want to create problems. Very That's the true. mindset. There is no one. We're literally in the greatest time period to date with the technology we have. The freedom. The freedom we have. Ease of travel yeah. and cheap travel. Especially in America to right now. This is the first time that everyone basically has the most freedom. Doesn't matter who you are. And yet we're complaining as if it is the 1600s. Yeah, like it's so oppressive and whatnot. Yeah. But majority of people, majority of people are cool with everything. Of course, it'll be a minority of races. Of course, it'll be a minority There's of races. There's always going to be that. But for the vast majority, you're, it's really open country. You kind of do whatever you kind of want. Exactly. The opposite of don't kill anybody or anything. But Yeah, exactly. And for all you people who are listening, we are actually people of color. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are brown people, <laughs> so we're not just saying this because mm-hmm. we're white dudes. You know, we're, we're brown dudes. I love how she used dudes in that too. Yeah. <laughs> she tries to sound very professional and she puts dudes. <laughs> Man. Yeah, and just pure quantity. Yeah. White people wrote more books because of different reasons, so of course there'd be more books by them. Yeah. Can't go back in the past and change that. You can't. Literally. Exactly. You can't go back in the past. We are who we are now, and things are great. And the things, if you read what those, in those books, majority of the books, let's say philosophy, they're not bad things that they're saying, not yep. pushing kind of any agendas. So just because they're white, it's inherently racist to be like, oh yeah, we have too many of these guys' books. Yep. It's not their fault that they're white either. Mm-hmm. So if they're writing these great ideas, why admonish their ideas just because of the color? Just because of the color. Yeah, which is stupid. That's all it is. There's plenty of great authors of color in the library that no one talks about because they don't want to. They just want to constantly complain and claim racism. Yeah, that's all like it is. Said, always try to find problems. Yeah, and always try to perpetuate the victim mentality. Always, the victim mentality is another another day, another topic. Yeah, we're going for the victim mentality, <laughs> which we'll probably cover again eventually. Um, but that's that's basically for now. I mean, every week brings out a different type of topic, a different kind of fantasy land, and just causes frustration. <laughs> but luckily, you know, we do have other people out there to to really understand who who we truly are, and that actually make common sense. Make common sense cool. Exactly. <laughs> make common sense cool again. Mm-hmm. That's what we should be going for. That should be the topic going yeah, forward. New bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm with her. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening. Oh yeah. The this is left coat. This is Left Coast and Right Thoughts with SJ and Tyus. Awesome. Thank you. See you.